Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good afternoon, classmates. It's four o'clock, school's out, but the learning fun doesn't stop. It's time to skip over to classroom 4B, the one by the locker room with the dodgy toilets that the cool kids smoke in, and get knowledge... I think we already heard her, but who has joined the club today? Today, listeners, you've got the pleasure of tuning in to hear my thoughts (laughs) and opinions, Eleanor Clark. (laughs) Oh, Eleanor Clark, were you... Oh, actually, yeah. Um, obviously today's podcast is very fashion themed get onto that in a minute so school uniform did you wear it with pride did you take the mick um, I think I wanted to like put a bit of an edgy spin on things oh, God. would like hem my skirt with purple thread etc oh why what colour was your main school colour like blue and navy but you know you and that purple thread really (laughs) made the difference what i was gonna say was it's not really school related but it will surprise everyone to know that i was in my university fashion society (laughs) because i just think don't knock it till you try like uh, kate middleton was she in fashion? That's famously how Wills fell in love with her because she was in that catwalk show in a see-through dress. At St. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. And I literally did do that. I can show you loads of pictures of me. No princes, unfortunately. Um, maybe we can add them to our social feeds. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so each after-school meeting of the club sees us come prepped to discuss a different essay title set by our teacher. There he is. Hiya. God, he's really quiet, isn't he? This week, it's a goodie. Um, It is Fixing It Up and Mixing It Up, Queer Eye and its impact on the self-improvement genre. So, Queer Eye. Yes. Big fan? I love it. So, I sort of remember the original series, Queer Eye for a Straight Guy, I think. I loved the original series. I think I was just the right age that I was... um, I mean, I I think it was on Trouble TV, um, but it was like... Bravo? No, Trouble. um, Who knows? It was the channel above Nickelodeon. So like after <laughs> that means I'd, nothing to anyone. What I'm saying is, after I'd graduated from, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and I wanted something a bit edgier, I moved over to Queer Eye. Wait, do you remember The Secret World of Alex Mack? I don't know what that is. No. Did you ever watch um, Pugwall? Pugwall? Pugwash. Pugwall. No, no, not Pugwash, not the <laughs> pirate. Pugwall. Okay. No, um, Pugwall. 
the Australian teen. Um, nobody tells me what to do. No, not me. Nobody tells me what to say. Can't you see? I got a dream. I'm gonna make it. If there's a chance, I'm gonna take it. It's not ringing any bells. Okay. What about? <laughs> so glad you let me okay, sing the but... whole thing. <laughs> Have you ever? Ever felt like this? Because strange things oh, happen. Are you going mind. around the trees? That was brilliant. I've been to the actual lighthouse from that. Why? In Australia. Did you fly over specially? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, brilliant. Did you know that a uh, Greek philosopher died from laughing at his own jokes? Is this like one of those jokes where you say, no, he someone, did. I can't remember Do you know what his Gullible's name is. not in the dictionary? No. Write in if you know that Greek philosopher's name. I, I've saved in my phone somewhere. <laughs> I liked the meme about it. And then I researched That's it to make it. That's the problem with young people today. They're saving everything in their phone and not in their brains. Mm. Anyway, back to Queer Eye. I have some intellectual things I could say about that. About what? About, like, when humans first started writing things down to store knowledge externally. Okay. No. Uh, for another podcast listener. Hopefully not. Not on my podcast. So, back to Queer Eye. This is astounding because Queer Eye, guess how much, I shouldn't have set it up, but guess how much Queer Eye has on Rotten Tomatoes? 20%? 96%. Oh, I went the wrong way. Yeah, which means it has more than anything else we've discussed on this podcast. Yeah, but I think Queer Eye is for everyone. And even it's the naysayers. definitely not for my boyfriend, I can tell you that. He is just fighting it deep down, he <laughs> loves it. Like, so even my, my brother... I love him dearly, but can be a bit square about things like this. And I told him to watch Queer Eye, and I was like, you would love it. And he was like, you think I would love it? And he was like, you th- you watched it, and you thought, I would love it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, And he was like, whatever. Like we, The conversation was, anyway, I tried uh, texting about something, and he was like, I'm watching Queer Eye go away. And I was like, what's going on? And I was like, can you pause it? I want to talk to you. And he was like, I'm not pausing Queer Eye. And he went <laughs> wow. on airplane mode. That's interesting because I have to confess that Queer Eye is a programme that I like to put on sort of in the background when I'm doing other things. F*** you. Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear. Oh, stop swearing. You're ruining my podcast. What I mean is, get raffled. Get ra- What does that mean? Um, if I look up get raffled in the Urban Dictionary, what's it going to say? I don't know, but I think my square of a brother uses it. So, yeah, Queer Eye has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a lot. I'm just going to read you out one of the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sort of um, the roundup. It read says... Away. Queer Eye adapts for a different era without losing its style, charm or sense of fun, proving that the show's formula remains just as sweetly addictive even after a change in location and a new group of hosts. That does not even scratch the surface of why Queer Eye is great. No, you're right. Um, Am I allowed to give my thoughts? On. Why it doesn't scratch the surface? Oh, God, comment. I just wanted to say that for me, Queer Eye is not just another TV makeover show goes deeper and it's about like racism in America and homophobia so we decided to take a look at the first episode of the new um, version of Queer Eye which was called You Can't Fix Ugly I love this I've seen it many times now it's brilliant I love him what's his name I love him I love him so much I forgot his name Tom Um, it's a classic Queer Eye and what's his ex-wife called uh, begins with a C. Abby. Oh, yeah, Cabby. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Gabby. Good story. Hilarious. So not only is this episode the first episode in the new series of Queer Eye, but it's our first meeting with the Fab Five. Not sure about that, Monica. Who is your favourite? Jonathan Bellis. Yeah, I know, but that's such a basic answer. 
everyone's going to say Jonathan. No, they're not. Most people are like, Jonathan's too much for me. No, Jonathan's never enough. Obviously, Jonathan and I are spirit animals, but um, I love... Oh, I can't even remember what his name is, like Davy or Howie, the blonde one. Yeah. I love him the least. Oh, that's not nice. No. Well, if he's listening, he won't be listening. <laughs> but I like him. If I he's love listening, the then he could come over to my house for dinner and I'll cook him something to cheer him up. Uh, I love It'll the be can- vegan. Oh, definitely not coming. I love the Canadian one. Anthony. Have you seen all the hype on the... Is that Anthony, the cooking one? Yeah. Have you seen all the hype on the internet about how Anthony's not a real chef? Well, I was going to say, his, he's always this, like, this is hey a very guys. basic. Yeah, he's like, he's that- like today we're cooking <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> episode where he just they just make some sort of like sliced oranges with some sort of random sauce on it i'm like that's not there's an episode where they get hot dogs out of a jar and cut them in half (laughs) um no i love karam is it karamo karamo yeah karamo i'm I'm fairly sure it's not karamo that would be like pause the recording no i'm pretty sure it is and a picture of karamo topless used to be my house uh my house whatsapp group profile photo (laughs) But since the 7th of February 2018? Yeah, I have oh, right. changed. I was going to say, you weren't like so down with the kids that you knew who no, it was. No, like. no, I love that bit where he gets stopped by the police and he's all panicky and then it's, and like, it's just the friend of the guy that they're going to punk. Exactly, oh, it's not punk, it's Queer Eye. But no, yeah, see, it, ta- it addresses like institutional racism in the American police. In a very light touch way. Yeah, but that, okay. exactly. is in like, it, attra- it addresses deep issues, but in like a candy floss exterior. And it makes my heart sore. So this episode, uh, You Can't Fix Ugly. So the classic story. Oh, so we're introduced to Tom. And he's with the Romeos. Oh my God. I just, I, which at first I was like, oh, they think they're like Lotharios. No, it stands for Retired Old Men Eating Out. I, I love, love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh. They're so sweet. And his friends just absolutely rinsing him. They're like, why do you think Tom's single? They're like, well, look at him. <laughs> Um, on the Romeos, though, I my ultimate dream in life, well, one of them, is that when I'm that age, I'm part of a group with a name like that. Um, so we meet the Romeos. My, I've got a logistical question about Queer Eye. You know when they all bundle in, like the Fab Five bundle in to like first meet their subject, how does everyone know who they are? Because surely when they filmed the first series, they'd be like, why are these five men like just rushing? Because they obviously applied to be on the show. And oh. it's, it's like... Oh, it's TV. I've just realised it's TV. It's not real life. Yeah, and um, it's, you know, it's like Made in Chelsea. It's like, oh my God, like, why did Cheska and Boule bump into each other on the King's Road? What are the chances? I like, am afraid I have no idea what you're talking about. Boule is a I'm talking person. nonsense. Boule is a person. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if he's in it anymore. These are old references. But, like, the whole point is that they're like, what are you doing here? When actually what's happened is the producers put them there and are like, now it's time for a bump in. Anna and so like, the people will have gone... the concept of scripted reality. I'm just trying to explain to you because you clearly hadn't no. got it. Quick question. Why does Tom have barbecue tongs and dish rags by his bed? Um, the dish rags, I think, is like a something that you wouldn't want talking about on a school related podcast okay I think and that barbecue tongs it, is that to I pick up for, a sausage easy I think it's for picking up like dirty things from the floor why I don't know okay I had a brilliant idea for a holiday company like a travel company oh god I thought you were going to suggest that we went on some sort of Queer Eye Pilgrimage. Yes, I was going to say, imagine a tour company that takes you to all the spots from Queer Eye. So you get to go to the bar where Tom, like, drinks his, what, what is it, Margarita? Red Net Margarita. Oh, that's, that's the one. It's like, Mount, it's like Mountain Dew. 
or am I allowed to say dew as an English person? You can say what you want. Mountain dew. <laughs> Mountain dew. You sound like you're announcing the war. Or like I'm doing the shipping forecast. Yes. That's the Brazil theme tune. I can't even remember. What's <laughs> Move on. Obviously, it goes without saying that Jonathan is like the king of... Um, Have you listened to his podcast? No. He's got a podcast called Getting Curious. And I'm just... This week, listeners, I'm just really curious about how can we be less rude to bees? <laughs> and then he gets like... And he gets like bee experts to be like... They're like, hello, Jonathan. Yes, so the bee population is in decline. He's like, oh my God. So let me get this straight. So like the big nasty chemicals are killing all the little cutie bees. No, so... Sign me up. I want to listen. There's an episode that... How um, can we get on his podcast as guests? We're well, an expert think, in something. Do you think maybe the fact that I said Jonathan was my favourite, I had a tactic in mind? Oh. Podcast Play collab. Game. Um, no, someone sent me a screenshot of the fact that his podcast is called Is Saudi Arabia Cute Now? <laughs> I, think, I think if I just read that title, it wouldn't be half as funny as you saying it to me in this dreadful accent. There's one... What I think his first podcast was called Where Are You From, Anthony? <laughs> Who's Anthony? One of the cast of oh, Queer Eye. Got, got it. Which brings us nicely back to the subject of this podcast. Um anyway, Jonathan and his quotes. I wrote some of my favourite down. Perfect. Um, I won't do the accent. So I'll say the quote, then you say it in his accent, really. Okay. When he says, Right now he's giving me penguin wind beneath the wings, and I need pelican wind beneath the wings. Okay, I'm gonna have to see that written down. <laughs> on paper. Um, right now he's giving me penguin wind. I can't do it on demand. Okay, fine. It's and that flowing. other quote about um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of guys that you could just rock a ZZ Top beard. Yeah. Yep. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The thing I love about Tom is his energy levels by the end. He's so excited for everything. Like when he's getting ready for the day. I love that bit when they're like watching him get ready. If that was someone watching me getting ready for a night out, it would be disastrous. So, like, oh God, why has she done that? My favourite moment is 
when after Jonathan has cut Tom's hair and beard, Karamo then comes to collect Tom to take him out to talk about like Abby and give him a pep talk. And he comes in, he's like, dude, you look so good. <laughs> and that obviously he just looks marginally better before, <laughs> than before. But and he's like, really? You think? And he's like, yes. And like, you get like Karamo literally like just the look in his eyes. And Todd's just like, oh, like he, oh, it's just so <sighs> sweet how much they all love each other. Um, Eleanor, if your career as an engineer fails, I think you could have a great one as an impersonationist of the Queer Eye guys. But I, so I am really going going for the impressions but I feel like you only think they're funny because they're bad no I know I actually think they're way better than if I like okay if I try to be like dude you look so good that is terrible but the fact that I'm better than you doesn't mean that I can do it as a career the other thing I love is when Tom is like I love their personalities they're so open with me and I'm so He's open like, with they them they were so open no I've lost it shit she's jinxed it <laughs> and he's like I love the Fab Five they made me feel great and Abby's like, oh, that's so nice. Did you have that experience? Wait, let's talk about Abby. Yeah. So when Abby rocks up at the um, car show? Yeah, and Tom's what, car show. She says, like, oh, what does she say? No, so you so you don't, so they're like, the, the Fab Five are watching Tom and Tom's friends are all like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they're, they're saying this. And then the Fab Five are watching their TV and they're like, oh, where is Abby? <laughs> and then in the background you see this figure in yellow. Does she, is she twirling a parasol? <laughs> Oh, I think you literally <laughs> I think I've embellished that. your memory. But as in, like, she's, as in, it's that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she comes in in soft She's, like, out of focus and then suddenly... Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. And Jonathan's like, I love how Southern women, like, dress up for occasions. They're like, oh, I love I mean, it. a sweeping statement, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure all the women from the South are like, no, I look like shit! <laughs> anyway. So... Um, Abby comes in. And she's like, Tom, <laughs> you look so good. She's just so like sweet and simple. She's so lovely. But she's then like, what does she I love like, those glasses? He's like, oh, you like them? <laughs> I've lost it. I've really lost it. <laughs> but what does she say? Is that a 66? Yeah, she's. No. A Lubuic Sabre 66? You are terrible. Well, hurry! That's from Friends. Lily, when you're listening, <laughs> uh, the voice that Lizzie's doing now is the voice that she does when she talks about you. I should explain Lily is one of my favourite people and she lives, she's American. Also, not all podcast listeners will receive a shout out. <laughs> if that's why you're here, Just then a... log off now. <laughs> log off, Grandma. <laughs> Who says that? Disconnect your LAN cable. <laughs> so, um, what is it that she says when she comes in though? She tells, you're getting the timeline wrong here because she's like, <laughs> she tells him how amazing he looks. But I was saying to Lizzie before the podcast that my favourite moment is when they're walking around the car show and the Queer Eye guys lose their marbles because this woman clearly knows cars. Because they, <laughs> they just a shot Sex, of, Sexist. Yeah, exactly. There's just a shot of I her. know cars. I've had a Fiat Punto and a Nissan Micra. Mm. Automatic. I can't drive. Okay. <laughs> um... But that's not because I'm a woman. <laughs> so she's admiring one of the cars. She's like, oh, Tom, what's that? A 66? A 67? And they're like, oh, my God, honey, she knows her shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then obviously, like all Queer Eye episodes, there's a happy ending. But, well, two questions. First of all, do you think they ever filmed any episodes where, like, the person was like, I hate what you've done to me. You've made my life worse. Get out of my life. I don't know, because some of the episodes aren't as good as the others. Yeah. But also, the second thing that I was going to say was, as probably everyone who loves Queer Eye is aware, 
this story, this episode had a happy ending above and beyond the actual show itself because obviously Tom and Abby got remarried. Yeah. Do you think that would have happened if it wasn't for the Queer Eye guys coming and putting a little bit of decking and a few fairy lights down? I have no idea. But it certainly would be very exciting. They're just two old people. Although, as they keep telling him, he's not old. He's 57. Is he yeah, that's 57? Not, that's not that old, though. 57. I know. Yeah. That is actually mental when I think about it. He's younger than my dad. Exactly. And your dad's sprightly. Yeah. They're not that old. They're not like old people. Okay, fine. They're two middle-aged people yeah. who would have been happy just poodling along doing their separate things. But then Queer and then Jonathan came, in. came along, tossed his hair in a messy bun, and magic was made. The rest was history. The rest was history. So I really enjoyed this review that I found. I found, oh yeah, uh, Eleanor Margolis in The New Statesman who said this. No relation. To... Miriam? To me. Oh. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you how family works. You don't generally share the first name. Let me tell you how jokes work. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Um, so this review from Eleanor Margolis, um, this ease with being affectionate towards other men, along with the tearful displays of emotion from men that sort of come to define the show. That's a very long sentence. All about detoxifying masculinity. Queer Eye manages to combine all the brain-dead fun of the original, gay men rummaging through straight men's hideous belongings while screaming, with an underlying and rather profound examination of masculinity. On top of that, it has a trait that, in these certifiably dark times, we can only appreciate. Pure, uncut positivity. Yes! Amen! Yes, Queen! Yes! <laughs> Who's that? Jonathan! He's oh. <laughs> a... That was English, wasn't it? Yas Queen Yas. Oh, that's... <laughs> I think actually it's from RuPaul's Drag Race, but I've, I've never, never watched that. any of that. But everyone loves it. I know, maybe we should get into it. Um, There's so much culture and not enough time for us to t- talk to people about it. <laughs> I mean, as usual, we've completely managed to ignore the essay topic. We're going to get bad marks because we haven't actually addressed this, which is fixing it up and mix it up. Queer Eye and its impact on the self-improvement genre. The self-improvement genre, I mean, changing rooms, um, what not to wear, um, what else is there? Embarrassing bodies, is that self... No. Definitely not. Um, ten years younger. I think that's just rude. Who who cares? Okay. Um, also, if you went on ten years younger, then you'd end up being like a teenager and that'd be really weird. Yeah, but I wouldn't go on ten years younger. You don't need to. Yeah, but as in, like, the point isn't that they take anyone and everyone. They don't take, like, a baby and they'd be like, sorry. <laughs> super size V, super skinny. Do they try to lose weight? They do. They try to, like, they put them, they make the thin person eat loads of food and the fat person eat no food. And then obviously they just keep doing what they were doing. Sorry, can we not use the word fat? Can we just say, you know, okay. more overweight? They make the significantly yeah, more know, yeah. overweight. So, do you think Queer Eye's impact is. Because I think, like, if you said to me, oh, you're going to watch a show where these five gay guys go and they overhaul someone's life, I'd be like, no thanks, I'm busy. But it's so infectious, Queer Eye. Like- and also, I guess now you've made me list different uh, improvement shows and it's kind of made me think that the tone of them is very different. I think that sort of late 90s, early noughties, we had a lot of like, ooh, hide that big wobbly belly. And I think you've got to cast your mind back to a time of, like, Heat magazine and the circle of shame and, like, laughing at celebrities. So what I'm saying is I think that people's appetite for that sort of, like, public shaming has definitely diminished. And I think that that kind of leaves the self-improvement genre not knowing where to go. But Queer Eye swoops in and it's all about, like, be the best you can be. It's all, like... 
I am here, I am bruised, I, I am who I meant to be. This is me. <laughs> Just going to pitch this out there. A remake of The Greatest Showman starring the Fab Five. Oh my God. Imagine um, Jonathan as... Jonathan being like, when the sharpest word's gonna get... Uh, uh, uh. He doesn't do that. No, I was doing the drum beat in the background. Oh, okay, I was gonna say... <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to write in, send us your suggestions of things you would like us to talk to the death about. Uh, why don't you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? Maybe tell us who your favourite member of the Fab Five is, whether Eleanor should give up her career and become a full-time Jonathan impersonator. Uh, please rate and subscribe on or wherever you find your podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ASCC Podcast. Uh, Jonathan, any final thoughts? So I just found a list of his podcast titles. British English and American English. What's the diff? How does egg donor meet egg 18 years later, hunties? Hunties? He says that instead of, instead of honey. I don't oh, know. okay. Who was the Beyonce of Renaissance art? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.